This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Business in Heels podcast, the podcast that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. So I'm Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Welcome to another episode of Business in Heels podcast. And of course, Business in Heels podcast is one that inspires and educates women in business globally to succeed. Now, according to the Productivity Commission paper, Business Failure and Change in 2000, it's found that businesses may rate themselves unsuccessful if, amongst other things, they do not have a business plan. Now, joining me on the podcast today is Nia McMartin, and Nia has a message for those businesses that will kind of disrupt, I think, and and change the, the mindset around whether or not or what sort of business plan that you need. Now, Nia McMartin is the Wish Strategist, and Nia's vision is to help 500 small businesses remove planning paralysis from their business model, encourage the development of simple, straight-line strategies that actually deliver results, however big or small they may seem. Decades of corporate and public sector strategy and planning has cured Nia of the need for complicated mind maps, spreadsheets and graphs. A simple linear planning method makes delivering your plan clear and focused. You will always see where you're at and what you need to do next. A creative soul, Nia is an award-winning singer and songwriter, musician, needleworker and knitter and finds great joy in the pursuit of creativity. Now on today's show, Nia is going to talk about if you suffer from planning paralysis, the only cure is simplicity. She'll be speaking more about that. Plans must be achievable and scalable. It has to grow with you. And it's never too late to start at the beginning, even if it's a new beginning. Welcome to the show, Nia. Thanks, Anne-Marie. That really is some statistic, isn't it, where businesses rate themselves as as having failed if they didn't have a business plan. I think that's really sad because... um, this is not somebody telling them that they've failed. Mm. This is a self-rating. So for me, if a, if a business has thought to themselves, I haven't got a business plan, so I must be failing, is a really, really sad space yes. for a business to be in. That's because, right. you know, a lot of people find themselves in business by accident mm. and may not have a business plan, but somewhere in, in the ethos of their business, they've got a great idea or a great product or a great service that they're providing somebody 
which doesn't mean that they're failing, mm -hmm. you know. And, 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 and my, my big thing is it's not too late to start yes. at the beginning because you can go back mm -hmm. and plan the stuff that you've already done and you can change your mind. Absolutely. You know, something on, on that where someone has a great idea, a great product or a service to offer, often it's because they've seen a need in out and, you know, maybe it's through their own colleagues, their friends and associates. And to think that their idea, which would be an incredible solution for many people, that it's not successful because they haven't planned it or, you know, with the typical business plan is, as you say, really sad. Yeah, well, that sort of happened to me, Anne-Marie. So as a musician, I was often called upon by my musician friends to answer questions and help them with the business side of their music because I've been in business for a really long time and I've been in the corporate world for some reason, I must have looked like I knew what I was doing. And uh, quite often, uh, the musicians would come to me and say, I can write a song, I can sing a song, I can get gigs, but I know there's more to it than that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted something that was simple, which wasn't too imposing, mm -hmm. which wasn't scary. Yeah. And the traditional business plan didn't really work yes. for musicians. Mm -hmm. So I came up with this sort of two-step linear plan which um, really, really cut the mustard with musicians because they could see very simply if they wanted to get here that these were the steps they needed to follow. Yeah. So, and sort of fast forward a couple of years, I've then had friends that have started small businesses mm -hmm. that have said, that thing you do with musos, will that work for my plan? Because I'm not interested in all that in other... the 30-plus page document that exactly. just sits at the bottom of the drawer. And that's what they do. They, they hop onto Dr. Google yeah. and they Google business plan template and they could get anything from 30 to 50 pages of really quite intense mm. business information and they sort of look at it and sort of get paralysed with this fear of trying to put this information into this format. And for some people that go into business, all those concepts of, you know, um, profit and loss and all of that sort of thing doesn't mean anything to them at that point. Yeah. Which is not to say they can't go there yeah, later, but yeah. to start with, they just need to understand the really important steps they need to go to, in order to start their business, in order to start making achievements and feel good yeah and I think the typical business plan and the one that we're talking about or referring to that has a lot of those finer details and they're very long are often used for banks if they're going for loans or if they're going and getting venture capital all that kind of stuff but what Absolutely. we're talking about today is if someone has seen a need they've got a great solution and they know that it's going to benefit their prospective clients and it's getting it out there to market absolutely they just want to start so let's talk about planning paralysis. I know that we've heard the saying analysis paralysis and this is very much the same. The only cure is simplicity. Let's talk about that. So my thoughts about simplicity is it comes from Edward de Bono wrote a great book about simplicity and, and being simplistic is not actually about being simple. So it's about wittering everything down to the absolute basic the most basic concept that you can find and that's what my planning method does so it's really really it's based around two the number two so each task can have two possible tasks attached to it so it's very very simple but simplicity is all of, I'm pretty lazy 
quite frankly, and I like to find the most simple way to do things because I don't want things to take a long time. Yes. So efficient slash laziness, they're very, very close, I think. I like efficiency. I don't think it's lazy. It's streamlined because you achieve your goals much quicker because you're building momentum. Yeah, and I think, you know, I call it laziness. That's a bit of a joke. But, you know, um, I'm big on keyboard shortcuts, for example, because I don't like to take my hands off the keyboard to get my mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll always try and find the simpler way to do something because it is more efficient generally. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just map, map out. So you're saying if you need something that, or you know that there's a plan of action to take or something that you need to work on, rather than all the convoluted mind maps, which could just go on for yeah. as long as you need it to or mm-hmm. you want it to, you're saying two actions yes. that comes from that or two steps and no more. Yes, and I've used this in my workplace as well. So say, for example, at the moment I'm writing a book about this method. Mm-hmm. So there are two things I need to do to get a book. Yeah. I need to write it mm-hmm. and it needs to be published. Yes. So then I keep going down. So to write it, I need to understand what my content is mm-hmm. and then I need to format my content. So to publish the book, there'd be two steps. We need to get it edited and into a, into a format that's acceptable for publication. Mm-hmm. And then there's probably some marketing that needs to happen. I'm not, I haven't done this plan yet, but yeah. you know, it's always two. Yes. And I call it the ancestry of wishes. Mm-hmm. So we have our wish, which is the child, and it looks a little bit like a family tree. Yeah. And then people have said to me, well, what if you get three steps? Mm-hmm. And I've said, well, if I think a bit of like a royal family, you know how you get those children that turn up out of the blue. <laughs> there are two things you can do. You can accept the child into the family, or you can send that sucker back off to the tower yeah. and off with its head and give it no more mind. So, you know, always two. Yeah. So, and I think that keeps it simple. And when you keep going until you can't get any more twos, mm-hmm. that's your to-do list. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I know that with any principle at all, when there are too many steps and it seems overwhelming, it often is, and when anyone is overwhelmed, we end up doing nothing we because do nothing. there just seems to be this humang- you, you know, humongous task of to-dos and we really don't feel like oh, it feels too heavy, doesn't it? So yeah. that, that's great. So that's the linear, linear version and you've said you've used this in your work, you've used it with musicians, you've yeah. used it with clients. How better or what, what are some of the results that they've seen? They've started straight away and really got a lot of those ticks off there. Absolutely. So you and I both know people that have to-do lists that are a mile long. But if we were to sit down with those people and say, how does that thing on your to-do list get you to making that wish come true? And sometimes it's like, well, actually, I need to do... Mm, It'll be a while, but I need to do that first, or I'm not really sure, or I need to do something before I can do that, mm-hmm. that one thing on my to-do list. Yeah. And so until you do all the things before that, you can't cross that one off. Yeah. Whereas this way, you've got your to-do list, and every time you click something off your to-do list, you get one step further yeah. towards your goal. Yeah. So it's just very straight. Yeah. And I'm a little bit OCD about a few things, mm-hmm. not much, um, my pantry and planning. Yeah. I like it to be simple. <laughs> the and two, concrete. the two P's. The two planning. P's. Yes. And pantry. Yes. <laughs> and I think planning paralysis. If we get stuck in the planning mode of things, then that's not even getting into action. So you never get any closer to achieving 
any of your goals in, in your business. That's right, because you're then tempted to keep putting things on that to-do list that don't contribute whatsoever to getting to that that thing yes. that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. Something else that when I'm thinking about, because I've done, you know, those big, those big, humongous business plans and it sat in the bottom of the drawer, mm-hmm. had a mentor and it was a congratulations, this is a fantastic business plan and it did nothing else but be filed in the bottom of my drawer. And, of course, none of the actions were taken. I kind of drew my own, um, you know, my own kind of steps and and to-dos from that. And I think when you see those steps, it's actionable, it's actually doable. They'll pull you forward because they're not so overwhelming. I can almost imagine that that's something that often will will happen too. That's right. And, of course, in big business when we write, we write business plans every year. Yeah. And quite often, once they're approved... They sit on the shelf and we might at six months go back and have a look and see how we're tracking and generally we're way behind. So this way I think gives you a much more immediate Mm -hmm. um, way to see where you're at. Because one of the things, and this is the second point, that you said plans must be achievable and scalable. It has to grow with you. Similarly, if there is a change, something unforeseeable at the time that you started to develop that plan, you can change it almost immediately. Let's talk about that. Absolutely, you can change it, Amory. In fact, you should. You should. You, your business plan should be up on your wall, or and if it's a forty-five page document, it's a little bit difficult to put it up on your wall. So you know, I've got um, a tin of whiteboard paint. Yes. to paint my office so that I can put my plan up on the wall yeah. and change it, you know, with, with whiteboard markers. It's not set in stone. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you've got this heavy document that's all beautifully formatted and it's got pretty pictures and all of that sort of thing, you're a little bit loath mm. to change it. It's like changing the end of Pollyanna or, <laughs> or a novel. You can't touch that because, you know, it's approved. Mm. But, you know, you're your own approver. Mm. So if something's not working change it or if you change your goal Mm. change it you know it's not set in stone it's not concrete I want people to rub that box out and put a new box in or change their mind on way way things happen because then it works for them yeah something that you said earlier about some of the large businesses they have these large convoluted business plans you actually use this in um, some of the corporate work that you've done and you were in charge of multi-million dollar budgets so in the corporate arena you were using the same principle absolutely so I've worked in um, large Commonwealth government departments also where I've used this plan for my team's work so then it feeds up into the much bigger plan which We've got to have anyway. But to manage my team's work, it's so much simpler to be able to say to them, if you do this, this is the effect it will have on our work. So it's much clearer and simpler and also the team knows exactly what they need to do next. Mm -hmm. So sometimes with those mind mappy things, it's got a list of everything you need to do, but it's not clear what order they need to be done in. And I love the way you step through it because it is, if I wanted to achieve this, what is the first step that I need to take and what does that involve and keeping it quite streamlined. I mean, if you had a, a, a goal, you could even use this for a 30-day plan or a 60- or a 90-day action plan. Absolutely. So it's as big or as little as you want. So that's what I'm talking about, scalable. Yeah. And um, if something starts off small and you suddenly realise that it's going to be a little bit bigger, 
that's okay. Yes. You just add the steps in. Yeah. I can see how this could be really useful and that you might do one of these for your overall 12-month goals and then you can chunk it down. Like that'll be one that's up on the wall because it's kind of your overall vision for the year. And then you might say, okay, well, let's break this down. Quarter, quarterly works really well. Do you yeah. find or do you like to have 30, 60 or 90? What's your preference? Yeah, I have some 30-day some ones. Yeah. Um, and some 90-day ones. And then, of course, I've got three- and five-year goals. There's yes. one three- and five-year goals as well. Yeah. So to be able to then see the whole picture with the whole five years in one place yeah. and then be able to drill down into those little areas and see what the 30-day plan is that relates to that box is really, really, yeah. really great. One of the things that I love to do too, and seeing this on one page, you know, each thing very simple to see is to look back at what you'd planned and to see all of the things that you've achieved. Because often as businesses, we're just one project after the next after the next and we forget to take a step back and actually see how far we've come. That in itself is incredibly um, momentum building, isn't it? Because you've just done so much. Have you yeah. found that too? Look, I had to, I'm a big pen and paper person. So I love to look back and see where I've actually crossed those boxes off or coloured them in or whatever it is I've chosen to do on the, you know, some people put stickers on, you know, little gold stars when yeah. they achieve that bit, you know, or elephant stamp or I love to see all those marks on the paper mm. to say that I did that. And quite often when we're in business for ourselves, Amory, we get, you know, twelve months or eighteen months down the track and we feel like we haven't achieved anything. Yes. So I think that's a really good positive way of reinforcing the fact that we may not have reached our goal yet, but geez, we've come a long way. Yeah, absolutely. I just did that uh, today, actually. I was I'm going to a meeting tomorrow and we meet once a month and I was just listing all of the things that I've achieved since the last yeah. four weeks. We've That's met. a long list. I it reckon. is. Yes. It is. And it's like, whoa, well done, me. Yes. <laughs> you have and to give yourself It's a pat great on the to give yourself a pat on the back, but, you know, I think we... We don't do that no. enough for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we're now in September, and for those of us who like to plan from January through to December, I love one of the things that you've said you want to share a little bit more. It's never too late to start at the beginning, even if it's a new beginning. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, look, sometimes we get to a point where things are not working. Mm -hmm. And rather, there's a really great quote, and I can't remember who said it, but it was if you're you haven't met your goal yet, mm -hmm. don't change your goal, change your plan, right? So sometimes we have to do that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we actually even have to change the goal, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think every day is a new beginning. So I'm okay. If you wanted to, I think changing your plan every day might be a bit, there might need to be a bit of work you need to do before you start planning. But, you know, certainly every quarter, have a look at your plan, see that it still meets your needs to reach that goal. And if you've lost the heart for it, then just put that plan up on a shelf and go, okay, that one is not going to happen, and that's okay too. Yes. But it also helps you recognise that it's not happening, whereas sometimes you just keep working and working and working and beating something up that isn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, you have to be you have to allow yourself to get to a point where you say, Okay, it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. 
I think so, and I think what's really good in, in talking about this is that there are many uh, situations where we have had a plan, we've put the action steps, we've worked hard and we didn't quite get the results. It is quite a normal thing in business. I'm sure if we yeah. were all to sit down and, and honestly share some of the things that went wrong, I mean, I've had some real doozies, but you know what? Okay, that didn't work. I mean, how many people would not um, have achieved their goals? We wouldn't have the light bulb. I mean, how many times did Thomas Edison, and I know we always bring that up, but it, we bring that up because there is real power in that message. If yeah. we had have given up, we would maybe still be walking around with candles. Yeah. But it's important, isn't it? Well, that didn't work. That's laid aside. What do we need to change? Yeah. Look, I think all of those major inventions in life, you know, at some point some man in a in a garage somewhere decided we needed bin liners paper clips paper clips well, post-it notes a business plan for that. yeah probably not but you know he just got sick of rinsing out the rubbish bin every time he took it out to get fixed so he came up with a solution yeah. and i'm pretty sure he probably had a few prototypes before yes. he got to the one and um you know it, it, it's it's keep trying yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes I think, and this is where I'd love to transition and talk a bit about the business and heels, particularly the vision that you have for the South Gippsland area, is that sometimes in business we may have the right components, but we're not taking the action steps in the right order. Like there's some things that we need to do and often we, we try as entrepreneurs to struggle on, on our own. Yet it's so important to surround ourselves with like-minded people so That's that we right. can bounce ideas off one another. Actually, the Pro Productivity Commission paper that we discussed very early on in, in our discussion had three reasons that people feel like they're not successful mm. one of them was that they didn't have a business plan another of the reasons was that they didn't um, converse with um, authorities so people that had knowledge that they didn't have so they hadn't made that connection mm. so part of their um, realization that they were not successful wasn't that they weren't in the click no. do you know what i mean yes. so networking is a part of the way to get yourself in amongst people who are, are driven who may have that little bit of knowledge that you haven't got yet and i always say you, you need to get in there with people that are bigger and better than you mm. so that you can learn yes you don't always want to be the teacher oh, absolutely. so you, you want to be in amongst those people that can just you know, they make those flippant offhand comments and yeah, you think, you think oh, that's gosh, that's gold. That yeah, so you walk around with your notebook all the time. But, but you know, I think that networking thing is just so, so very important, especially when you're starting out. Oh, absolutely. And there is a saying that's very similar to what you just said, Nia, is that if you are the smartest person in the room, you need to find another room. Exactly. I mean, how many times, and I know myself, have, you heard, have I heard something or someone's mentioned a tool that you, they're using or a technique and I think, I've never heard of that before. Mm. And it's shaved hours and hours of time and heartache yes. off the list because I now know a much better way you know, to do something. Exactly. And depending on the room you're in as well is what value you get from it. So, you know, you really can't... I've, I don't know how many times that I have dragged myself out of the house on a cold night to come to an event or to meet with someone and I thought, oh, I really don't want to do this tonight. I can't be bothered. I'd much rather be in my slippers and my pyjamas and I dragged myself out and then afterwards I thought that was 
so good. Yeah. Like it was the best conversation or I picked up some great um, tool or trick mm-hmm. or just a quote. Um, it it, it is just astounds me every time that the more I think I don't want to go, that's the time I really yes. need to. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the business in here, South Gibbs Land um, Group, and then, of course, we'll share more about how people can get in contact with you if they recognise that they are struggling with the planning and that they relate to planning paralysis. So to share a little bit more about the business in Hills. So I came to business in Hills, Amory. Um, I met... Joe Plummer, who is one of the executive directors of Business and Hills, at a fundraising event in Geelong. So I was a little bit out of my comfort zone. I was way down in Geelong at this fabulous fundraising event that Joe and Business and Hills had supported. And um, I'd just turned 50. Mm -hmm. So I was sort of looking for something more to contribute to my community and also to contribute to women. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought I had some knowledge that I could share. So um, I sort of flitted around, went to a couple of events and then thought, oh, there's no business in Hills in in my area, so why don't I start one? (laughs) So I did. And we've got a great group of women, absolutely astounding, of which Anne-Marie is one, so she comes to lots of our events too, which is fantastic. But also really broad business base. So we've got um, manufacturing, we've got... um, service-based businesses we've got some delivery model type we've got a, got everything yeah, you can think of event management um hair and makeup artistry um some photographers, photographers. gosh we've got radio people we've got everything you can think who, of who developed the best chocolate shoes so candy oh. I know, the best chocolate shoes ever. But, you know, the premise, I guess, with Business in Heels is about having fun but also having a purpose for that fun. So my aim for for my great group of people is to foster that spirit of collaboration, so get people working together. And you just don't know who you're going to meet. So I know that at one of my events um, I had a weight loss consultant Mm -hmm. who paired up with somebody who does... Um, a network marketing biz with fashion Mm -hmm. and they've sort of paired up to um, help style people who may have lost a lot of weight so giving them some ideas around how they can dress for their new body type Mm -hmm. so you know that's an unexpected collaboration but you know that's that's my dream is that we can get people to help support and lift each other up and we've got a great great bunch of ladies that work really well so at the moment I, for the first year, I sort of focused on the Narry Warren. So the area for Gippsland is quite large yes. and includes Latrobe, Borbore and Bass Coast. Mm-hmm. So um, in 2018, I'll be pushing some events out to those broader Gippsland, the real Gipps, what I call the real Gippsland areas, mm-hmm. because there is real need there for, you know, fun with purpose. Yes. And, yes. and education for lots of business women out in those areas. Yeah, it's exciting when you start to talk about um, two women in, in business, just the kind of business ideas that they've had or they have. Yeah. And uh, there is certainly a, a need at all of those various areas that, that you mentioned. The good thing, too, of course, is you've got a Facebook group as well so that yes. they can network online. But, of course, nothing takes uh, over the ability to be able to meet face-to-face. That's right, Anne-Marie. Like, I'm a great great believer in actually getting in front of people as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. So, 
to me, a Facebook group is not really networking. And I, and my, I always tell people that ask, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing at networking. You know, I've joined the Facebook groups, but I'm not really getting anywhere. And I'm going, oh, yeah, Facebook ain't networking. You know, yeah. networking is about people. Yes. And um, I jokingly say to a whole heap of people that I'm starting the slow business movement yeah. and going back to how business used to be done, you know, actually in front of somebody. I don't want to do business with an email address no. or a Facebook page or an Instagram profile. Yeah. I want to do business with people. Yeah. It's incredible that the conversations and the, the no like and trust that you can build in a face-to-face scenario. Sure, you can share things and you might be able to learn a little bit more about someone from their online profile, yeah. but nothing nothing beats um, the face-to-face. Yeah, and there's an incredible amount of unreality in, in social media. You know, it's the people that are saying what they think you want to hear, um, showing you the pictures of what they think you want to see, whereas in front in, in face-to-face scenarios it's much easier to get a picture of the real person yeah, that's yeah right. that authentic yeah. style and get an idea of people's values to see if you sort of gel mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's yes. a bit like dating really it is yeah so people do want to initially tap into the facebook group and then of course from there you share all the events that are coming up how so do they do that so um hop onto facebook mm-hmm. our facebook group is business and hills slash Gippsland Mm -hmm. so um, all of the Business in Hills groups are named exactly the same way so if they type in the search Business in Hills they'll see all of the groups there so that's really great and there are many of them Mm. Um, just join there's a couple of little questions that we ask people just to make sure that they're sort of on the right wavelength for us Um, and one of them is that they live in our area and they do or they do business in our area which is really helpful though we do we don't shut it off for other people who might come to this area Mm. as part of their business but um, just jump in I guess introduce yourself we have some theme days and just sort of keep the conversation going which is really good and it is great and you know it's it's great to see the conversation start online in the Facebook group and then deepen when people meet face-to-face absolutely the, the networking offline events so let's talk about um, if businesses can see that they've been struggling perhaps they've tried to develop these 50 page business plan documents but they can see that it's keeping them stuck and they'd like to know a little bit more about the wish strategist and how they can connect with you what's the best way for them to do and share a little bit about the services that you offer through that right so the wish strategist of course has a web page which is the wish strategist.com.au I also have a Facebook page um, and people can feel free to contact me on my personal Nia McMartin profile as well so I'm not you know I don't shut that I haven't got that shut down to private so I'm pretty easy to find but um, basically how I manage it is I like to meet you in person first because one you need to know me yes and I need to know you so you know it's going to be a waste of everybody's time if you're not really on board with the method mm-hmm. that I use so it doesn't work for everybody because some people like those 50 page yeah. plans it's, and that's okay yeah but um, I don't so you know I like to to meet I'm not closed off to working with people I've got a lady that I've been working with in Western Australia so we do do the Skype thing yeah. but if you're in Melbourne then I'm I will drive anywhere in Melbourne to meet you because that's what I like to do um, and basically what we do is we have packages of 
hours. So um, if you think that if I tell you what the method is that you're okay, you can go off and have a crack at putting it together. Some people need a little bit more hand-holding, but um, it's basically a package of hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And, of course, that is at thewishstrategist.com.au. Fantastic. Thank you, Nia, so much for coming on the show, sharing these principles. I think for all businesses, the thing that they really want to get in onto paper is something that will support them in taking the next step and then the next step and then the next step because once we build that momentum and take action in the things yeah. that we know is going to work, then everything will fall into place. Absolutely. I think that's so key. So thank you for sharing your insights today. My pleasure. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. I do apologise for the sound quality. We tried to do an on-location recording, but obviously the room was quite echoey. And uh, one of the microphones, I think I must have knocked one of the switches. But anyway, I know you've taken a lot of information away that Nia shared today. And certainly please reach out to find out more about how she can support you if you want to really simplify your plan. And she's able to be contacted on thatwishstrategist.com.au. Hi, it's Anne-Marie. Have you enjoyed listening to the show and have thought about creating your own podcast so you too can become an influential voice in your industry, but you just don't know where to start? I've created a special gift just for you. It's my free mini training, Podcasting with Purpose, where you'll learn what you need to do to stand out, be heard and influence your audience from your very first podcast. I'm also giving you my step-by-step podcast production workflow checklist, including the tools I use, as well as a checklist of no-cost and low-cost tools to get you started. To access, go to annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. That's annemariecross.com forward slash mini training.